BBC Six Music. John Richardson. Hello, friends. Good to be with you again. It's Sunday morning. It's the 30th of November. It's not quite December, which means it's not quite time for being Christmassy yet. But uh, welcome along. I hope you're well. That was Dance of the Music by Sly and the Family Stone. Good start already this morning. Electric Avenue, then Sly and the Family Stone. I'm worried that the comedy song might not be able to follow it, but I know it can. Uh, it's Tim Minchin we're going to kick off with. We'll waste no time with it because we've had many, many requests since we started doing comedy songs for Tim Minchin, uh, one of them, Stephen Jones, who emailed this week, how's about some Tim Minchin, um, and a dedication this week of the comedy song, it happens very rarely that I dedicate the comedy song, it's got to be a pretty serious incident, but we've had an email in from uh, from Sorry in Sussex, um, hello John, my flatmate Jen is a big fan of the show, and I've really peed her off today in a breakfast related incident, some things were said and some butter was thrown and things got ugly, but I know she'll be listening, so could you play a song uh, and I'll be in the kitchen with a cup of tea as a peace offering. Thanks for your help. Love to your mothers. I hope this works out. So it's from Rachel and it's for Jen. She's sorry she threw the butter into your face. Uh, this is Tim Minchin and If I Didn't Have You. The oh. Australian, that is. Tim Minchin, uh, If I Didn't Have You, he recorded that live. That was a live track recorded with Lauren Laverne uh, on Saturday afternoons. Um, now, we'll get another apology out of the way since we're doing them all. I hope that's cleared up the uh, kitchen incident that happened this morning. Uh, I, I am supposed to apologise apparently to Danny from Sutton uh, who says, I'd like an apology this week John as you got me into trouble. Thursdays are long days for me but I listen to your podcasts on the way home. I'm not asking for an apology for the fact that I spend my time on the tube pulling faces to stop myself laughing but this is a burden that I relish. But this week uh, during the heaven forfend incident from last week chatting with uh, David O'Doherty about ridiculous phrases that you try and slip in to prove you're more erudite than you actually are i caused danny to uh, laugh in the face of a homeless man which he got to chase down the street for so i apologize danny um today's show will it be as good as last week's well we can only hope we'll aim to do so uh what we have is um a barbershop quartet coming in to sing live which i think is going to be great that's going to really uh, lift the mood for as ever um back into the realms of the obese for as you will know if you heard last week I've spoken to him a bit in the week and I can't guarantee that that will have changed but uh, I've got a little bit of something that's hopefully going to spice him up um, and we will get straight back with uh, Mark Olver who after a one week absence returns after this next track with a guest with a story to tell which hopefully first thing on a Sunday morning will put a smile on your face and make you feel a little bit better about getting out of bed on a cold and grumpy grey day but that will all come after Crack the Shutters by Snow Patrol. Crack the Shutters by Snow Patrol. Um, now uh, after a one week break He's had two weeks run at this, so to cheer up the nation, um, first thing on a Sunday morning, I'm joined by stand-up comedian Mark Olver. Hello. Hello, John Richardson, stand-up comedian. Yeah, I was thinking about this on the drive-in this morning. I didn't know whether to introduce you as a stand-up comedian or not, because I think on this show now I'm no longer a stand-up comedian. I think I'm just John. So I, thought, I start. I need to introduce... Oh, nice. Whoa. Someone started early. Um, <laughs> Do you know what? I was having this conversation with Martha last night, actually. My girlfriend went... Oh, because you've got uh, a girlfriend as well. All right, mate. Things are going very uh, well for you. Just thinking... God, it's weird that my job is a stand-up comedian. That's a really odd thing to think, isn't it? Yeah, I found out today that uh, one of my old school friends is an ancient Greek teacher. Is that right? Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, they're doing well for themselves. Makes me feel pretty bad about what I do for a living. <laughs> I basically talk to fat, funny people. That's what I do. I'm counting you and 4D in that. <laughs> oh, I see. 
Oh, is it Harry's 4D? Because I've not spoken to 4D for a while. Fat, is he all right? Oh, he's massive. Um, he's back in Harry. the realms of the obese. We got him out of obesity. We got him he's working out again. and eating right, and then uh, he stopped working out and stopped eating right, and now he's gone back up again. But he's all right. Do you watch Strictly Come Dancing? Um, no. We've had an email in that says, um, I was watching Strictly Come Dancing last night and I thought I saw you dancing with Rachel Stevens as her partner. So when you mention gigging on a Saturday night, do you mean dancing, not comedy, Sarah in Nottingham? Is this you? Oh, apparently. I don't remember oh, doing it. I must have been pretty drunk because that memory is they, gone. Who do they think it is? What's the celebrity? Um, they think they saw me dancing with Rachel Stevens. Which... Oh, the person who dances with Rachel Stevens. I'll oh, have a look at that. I've I would do that dance. as well. I would dance with Rachel Stevens. I've never seen you dance. No, you, you don't really see me dance so much as feel it happening. Just oh, a, a really? mood descends in a room and you, you sort of black out for a bit. It's as if you get taken over by the rhythm. Um, see, when I get married, I want you to come to my wedding. And Thanks, mate. I'm not, I'm not sure <laughs> what got an informal be... invite. I'm not sure what you'd be like at the reception. Drunk. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that is I'm not great at weddings. Ready. I'm cool. I wear suits and I laugh with everyone. And I like, we. Do you dance? Um, no, I never dance anywhere. It's just not no. fair on everyone else. It makes them feel bad. <laughs> I want to see it, man. When you've got a gift like what I've been given. So have you got, oh. uh, have you got a guest this week? I have got, I've got a guest, yes. Smashing. Do you want to... It's, um, part, of, um, it's part of my kind of gearing up for Christmas. Oh, it's not quite though, is it? It's November the thirtieth. Yeah, no, quite... but people have got, so, but people have got to start thinking about this, haven't they? The shopping yeah. and stuff. Okay, so it's a it's a slightly festive feel to your guest. Uh, we yeah, were trying to work I'm... out a pun for this yesterday, weren't we? You were going to try and was it something to do with Olver's advent or something? It like was that? like an Olvent calendar or so, <laughs> Advent <laughs> calendolf. <right>. Um, <laughs> it's probably right. best that I don't handle the uh, titles for our features, but we'll pass that oh, on to I someone don't else. Oh, I I like your puns. Your puns are fantastic. Since I'm no longer a comedian, it's a pun. It's a pun. What's going on? I've got pun jingles now when I do puns. Oh, have you? Yeah, yeah, people look after me here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, we'll have your guest uh, after the sheer water track. Is there anything else we need to say by way of introduction, or should we just get into it? Uh, well, let's just get into it. Smashing. All right, then. Oliver's guest coming up live uh, after this short trail, and then a track by Sheer Water. That's the Snow Leopard by Sheer Water, and if that hasn't put a smile on your face, I don't know what will. Um, Mark Oliver was with me, and he enjoyed that, didn't you? <laughs> Giggling Hello? along to that upbeat little track. It's <laughs> called the Snow Leopard. I thought out a bit, forgetting that you were just about to phone me. And then did it fade out quite a lot at the end? Because I thought, oh no, my signal's gone or something. No, no, I, I faded it myself because I'm one of those professional slick DJs who does that. Um, oh, good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, so, it's time to introduce your guest, which I will hand oh. over to you to take care of. Well, this is all about cheering you up and cheering the nation up. So, yeah. uh, so this is going to be tricky now, isn't it? No, well, no, you, you know, it's just a bit okay, more of a challenge. He's all right, I'm back, I've, I've got it, I'm standing up. Yeah? I've put that song behind me, I've got it. Um, so, Christmas presents, a lot of people will be thinking about Christmas presents, and a lot of people are a bit skint at the moment, so I thought this week, well, let's try and get uplifting Christmas presents, different Christmas presents, and possibly some cheaper Christmas present options. What do you think, John? Yeah, I like it, good, in these credit good. crunch times. Okay, fantastic. So, uh, my guest today, who should be there, is Paul, who is the project manager for the Unwrapped project for Oxfam. Are you there, Paul? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, John. Yep. Hello, Paul. Hi. How are you, Paul? Good. Good. Good this morning. Good. Did you listen to that, um, that song that was just on? 
Uh, I had the last two minutes of it, yeah. Okay, how are you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's the Unwrapped project? Unwrapped is um, it's what we call, it's part of Oxfam, um, and it's uh, what we call virtual gifts or, or charity gifts. And the idea is you uh, buy a gift. Um, there are, there are 70, uh, 77 that we've got this year, uh, and uh, that gift, like a goat or school dinners, or uh, planting trees goes to um, an individual or a community in the, in the develop, uh, developing world to help them out. A smashing idea. So, um... And there's some brilliant stuff, though, isn't there? And some of the ones that took my fancy yesterday is that um, I could buy a toilet. Right. Is that right, Paul? I could actually buy a, a physical toilet that goes over to um, the developing world. Uh, yeah, well, we sourced them out there, actually, um, so it's not a case of shipping it out, um, save on those air miles, but, um, yeah, you can buy a toilet. They're quite expensive, actually, so uh, Credit Crunch, uh, they're £50, um, but we've got gifts that start as cheap as six quid uh, that you can buy online or in your local Oxfam shop. Um, so we've got school dinners for 100 children there, £6, health checkups there, £6, and we've got a whole range going up to the most expensive if you're feeling particularly uh, flush, uh, if you'll excuse the toilet pun. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice. Thanks. Uh, £1,700 quid for, uh, for a classroom. Okay, so uh, where do people find these? On your website? On the website, oxfamunwrapped.com, uh, um, or... Uh, we, you can pick up a catalogue or go in the uh, shops and you can buy them in the shops as well. Smashing. What is the big seller at the moment? What, what's selling quite well? Uh, goat is always the most popular one. Um, we love our animals in this country, don't we? So um, animals are always really popular. Um, goats, camels, donkeys, cows, we've got all kinds of um, animals on there. But also the, the school dinners is very popular this Christmas because I think, you know, the, the, the price point's quite good at six quid. So a lot of people are going for that. Well, it's a great idea, and uh, I fully support it. Why not Why not make the world a little bit better at Christmas? Olve, what you've done now is mean that uh, if I was going to buy you a Christmas present, now a goat's going to go to an African community. And you're going to be all right with that? Can I, uh, can I ask you to give me the uh, man and lady goat? Because there is that option on the, uh, on the website, isn't there? There's a picture of two goats uh, dressed in wedding gear. Two goats. I'm doing something for a community and you're still being greedy about it, aren't you? <laughs> still want two goats so you can imagine them having sex. You pervert. Um, well, thank you for that, Paul. Um, all the best with the, uh, the campaign and I hope it goes very well this year. Have a smashing Sunday. Thanks a lot. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. And thank you again to Mr. Mark Olver. More. How was that? Do you feel uplifted? Yeah, it's a great idea. It's, it's something that I'm pleased to uh, put my... Uh, I'm not going to say put my name to. That sounds arrogant. But Have you I'm... done it before? Because you've done stuff like this before. I've done you? things like it. I've not done it through the Unwrapped Scheme, but I will this year. I'll get you something off the Unwrapped Scheme for Christmas. How's that? I'll tell you what, that... that hundred, feeding a hundred people for a school dinner for <laughs> six quid, that's brilliant, isn't it? It sounds more earthy when you say it in your most Bristol accent. <laughs> Here, that's good, isn't it? You can feed a hundred people, give them sandwiches and namets and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, thank you for that, Mark. We'll speak to you again next week with another guest. Okie dokie. Take, Take care, care of yourself. Bye-bye. This is The Killers. It's Losing Touch by The Killers. It's John Richardson live on Six Music. That was Paul from the Unwrapped Scheme at Oxfam. So uh, I would, you know, give you just a little bit of advice. If you're going to do anything this Christmas, do something for someone else. Even if not with the Unwrapped Scheme, there's plenty of charity options out there. So do something good for someone this Christmas. Uh, we have a barbershop quartet as my gift for you coming up after the Six Music News. That was Bruises by Chairlift. And before that, it was uh, Tawny K Head Swim. And we've had a text. For, uh, Thanks for playing Head Swim. I'd forgotten all 
all about them. Lots of love from Moggs, North London, and contemplating going to Asda. Well, you know, it's busy times. Let's not rush in. Heaven forfend that you might end up in Asda and not want to be there. Um, I spent some time in Morrison's this week. Always recharges my batteries. Nice trip to Morrison's. Other supermarkets are available. Of course they are. You can shop where you like. Um, we've had uh, we've had some emails in about stuff we were talking about last week. I didn't realise there was a... I didn't realise I was a revolutionary figure, but it turns out I am. Last week we were discussing maths, and we've, we've chatted about maths quite a bit on this show. Uh, I like to think we, we back maths. And we had a text in from Marie, who's the... We back maths? Yeah, is that not cool? Is that not what the kids are saying? Absolutely. That's where we've got a revolution. It's people like you mocking people like me, Producer Adam, no, making I, me feel like a dod. I love maths. Pi R squared and all that. Um... Marie says, if you're in the mood to change lots of people's lives for the better, well, that is what I'm all about. Uh, can you let your listeners know about free, I nearly said three then, which would have been terrible, free maths classes for adults all over the country for people that think they're crap at maths but probably aren't? Fair chance is the maths teaching at school wasn't very good for them. The courses, unfortunately, aren't advertised as maths for people who think they're crap that they're not. Uh, they're usually called Skills for Life courses, and the classes are for everyone who wants to improve or wants to get a qualification for work or get into college or uni. It's not like school. People are nice to you, and everyone can improve. I know this isn't great Sunday morning entertainment, but you're the first person in the media... I'm in the media. What a world. Um, You're the first person in the media I've heard talk about maths and make it sound like a cool thing. You could be single-handedly responsible shifting the zeitgeist of the country. Stop it being cool to be crap at maths and be responsible for producing a nation of people in charge of their lives and get us out of the credit crunch. Best of all, people will remember you forever as being the person who gave them the courage. You can totally tell I'm reading this with a big smile on my face because I'm assuming it's uh, sarcastic. People will remember you forever as being the person who gave them the courage to help and transform their lives. You're just a man from the job. Sounds a bit worthy, doesn't it, says Marie. Uh, and we had an email in uh, about uh, maths. So what better to do after discussing maths than read a maths question? Hi, John. The other week, my friends and I all sat a maths module for GCSE. It was all going fine until I got to the very last question in which you had to work out the probability of the train from Swindon to London being late. Swindon instantly put me and my friends off. We talked about this in great detail after the exam. I was so amused by the fact that it was Swindon that after writing in the correct answer, I proceeded to cross it out and put the wrong answer. Apparently, the probability of the train from London to London being late is 11 over 50. And that's from Claire. Well, I can tell you, Claire, if it's 11 over 50, you definitely got that wrong because it's much higher than that. Um, after this, I'm going to have kind of... It's been quite a nostalgic week. I've been chatting to... Uh, my mum was chatting about Woolworths and she's getting very... Uh, she's upset that Woolworths is closing. A lot of people are. And I liken it to the top of the pops thing, that it's one of those things that's disappearing because people didn't use it. And then when it's disappearing, people get... And my mum, we were sat in the car um, and she started reeling off all these old, old stores that had closed that were the... You know, I think the implication was that society is decaying because we're losing things like Woolworths and Timothy White's. She said you won't even remember Timothy White's and Pigginses and Scranits and Wilmot's. And she listed all these shops that are closing down and uh, that I wouldn't even remember. So feel free to text in, jump on the nostalgia train, 64046. What can you put the decay of society down to? What disappeared? For me, it's the Oriental Ginger Chocolate Bar from Thornton's. Um, when that disappeared, everyone got a little bit sadder. But uh, one of the things that I miss from my life is the Edinburgh Festival, and I'm delighted to uh, be joined in the studio. After this, uh, we'll have a trap by Rot. And uh, my favourite show that I saw up in Edinburgh was Barbara Shopper, and they will join me live in the studio after this. That's In a Rot by Rot. 
Cuts. It's John Rich on Six Music and an empty grey dreary studio was transformed into a, a gang party where all the guys are together again from Edinburgh. I'm joined Ooh. by uh, Rob, Tom and Mark from Barbara Shopra. Hello. How, hello. Yeah, all hello at once. <laughs> I'm drawn to it. I would, would, you know, um, I'm not going to lie, Rob and Tom were here on time. They were prompt. They were ready. Um, yeah, that's fine. I was thinking, well, you know, it should be quite a nice, just a normal, formal chat, chat about the show. Then Mark, you came in at the last minute. Do you want to tell people about your face? Well, um, basically, I was at a party last night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun. You said that in a very sort of, um, what's the old fella? Who, oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, Leslie Phillips. I was at a party no, I was last at a night. friend of ours called Danny... Danny Evans. Uh, we've all, who, we've all got... What well, I want to cut to the chase, basically, Mark, is <laughs> why your face is green. Uh, well, basically, she had a party last night, and she lives in one of those converted warehouses. Right. And uh, I got attacked by uh, the makeup people. She's got makeup people in her house. Yeah, so basically my face is covered in war paint green. Yeah. Because we're, we're here to talk about the show you did in Edinburgh, which is uh, it's a show, it's a great show, I should point oh, out. Um, it's awkward now, you're here face to face. I said yeah. it, I said it before <laughs> you came in, I said I liked it, but now when you're in, I kind of have to play Mr. Cool. Yeah, it's okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, but it's a show about a barbershop uh, quartet, um, and there is a, a fourth member, I shouldn't oh, use yes. the term member, because yeah. it's a... Uh, it's a woman, isn't it? That's yeah. right. But yeah. she's not very well today. No, no, she's she she was a bit croaky after the show last night, so we told her to stay in bed. Yeah, uh, sure. It's a saver for the show tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a show about a barbershop quartet, uh, four guys, but th- the three guys lose the fourth member and they have to recruit a woman at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, a bit like today, we've lost our fourth member today. Yeah, so um, you're going to sing something live for us, and we're gonna, right. it's going to add an edge, because I saw it in Edmund, you do the full barbershop garb and the hats and la-di-da, and there's going to be a war element to it with you with war <laughs> The war paint, right. yeah, yeah. It's going to ah, give it... Militancy, non version. It's going to yeah. give it... So uh, we'll play an Oasis track, and then uh, you're going to sing some proper stuff for us, because we very yeah. rarely... Uh, comedians are talented, but when you are one, you you um, you just it's just talking for a living. And I get uh, I, one of the things I liked most about your show is you've seen people who have an actual talent and can actually do stuff. And as someone who just mumbles about themselves and jaffa cakes, and <laughs> <laughs> days they've spent in Morrison's for a living. Um, so we'll have an Oasis track and then some uh, some live music in the studio for you after this. It's I'm out of time, uh, fading away by Oasis, and I will, um, I'll waste no further time. You'll hear a short note coming out of uh, what I've been told is called a piano trumpet, which excites me greatly. Um, you might be able to see it on the webcam, but I will hand straight over to uh, the guys from Barbara Shopra for a live tune. Ten, 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 he said ten. Ten, 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 he said ten. Ten, ten, Tony said ten. 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 By the Baba Baba shop, it's a wonderful thing. We get together every day to talk and laugh and sing with a vocal group that never will be parted. Now all we need is Tony to get started, and I'm sure that he said. Ten, 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 Tony's a ten, he said ten, 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 Tony's a ten, we're the kings of four-part harmony, Tony and the guys, gonna make it big and hit the British public, right between the eyes, it's a barbershop quartet national final, and tonight's the night that will easily outshine all of the competition, ten, 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 Tony's a ten, he said ten, ten, it's not like him to be late, ten, ten, Tony said ten, but he's so great, 
Ten, Tony said ten. He can't be far. Ten, ten. So Tony let's say ten, who ten, we ten, are. Ten, ten. <coughs> Roll call. I'm Allegro. Allegro. Second name Allegro. First name I like him pose and arrange. And I look a bit strange. And Frank's my closest pal. I'm Frank. Frank Sinatra. I always add a swing. And whenever I sing, I get the details right. You can call me up tight. But I make sure it's all right on the night. And I'm Hugh. Hubie-doo. Hubie-doo. B stands for bass, that's what I'm singing to you. Just I'm happy-go-lucky, you know that it's true. And I sing much lower than the other guys do. But, but the one who completes the set to make a barbershop quartet. He's handsome, he's funny with a voice like honey. Holy ah. Maloney, his name is Tony. When he sings ah. that tune, all the ladies swoon. He, he makes musical loving without him, we're nothing. Tony, Tony, only you. Why it's good old reliable Tony Tony He is the one and Tony Tony It's Tony What's he say? I guess he must be on his way Well Well Hey guys I've been thinking it over I just can't do it tonight I've lost the harmony, it's not you, it's me, and I know it just wouldn't be right. I've decided I need some time on my own, and so I've boarded the morning Eurostar to Rome. Golly gosh, Pooh Bum, what we gonna do? It has to be a joke. If Tony's Still owes me one pound eighty. We'll be booed off national television, and we'll never qualify for Christmas Eurovision. To think that we thought he was our friend. I just can't believe it's the end. But guys, I know our outlook's grey, but where there's a will, there's a way. There must be a million tanners in this town. So where are we gonna find one? I don't know. Let's sit down and frown. There we go. Perfect. Um, I don't want to do like a Steve Wright studio applause thing, but I can't help it. That's fantastic. That's the uh, that's the opening song from the show, which kind of, uh, if you'll listen to it, you'll have picked up what was going on there. Is that you identify that you've lost your and again I'm going to laugh when I say fourth member, um, but you've lost your fourth member. Crucial member. Yeah. And the show uh, the show takes on from there. So if you have any questions, uh, we'll keep the guys here. We have Rob, Tom, and Mark. If you have any questions, sometimes what we do is just to let people get to know people. Random questions about what sandwiches you like and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, I love yeah. um, yeah. And we should point out the whole reason that uh, the guys are here is because the show is now in London for a run. So if you have any questions about the show or about the guys, text them in, uh, and we will have some uh, Grace Jones, and we'll chat more. After this williams blood grace jones uh we've got the guys here from um barbara shopper um i liked watching you have a little bicker then about uh what what happened with the lyrical <laughs> no, well because the essentially there's a slight change in in this version because we're doing a christmas ified version of the yeah. show but we keep forgetting christmas if the technical term yeah absolutely yeah. christmas survived yeah. works on that yeah and <laughs> we we've been forgetting to say never qualify for the christmas eurovision instead of Never qualify for Eurovision. Not giving away too much about what happened. Indeed. No. Indeed. No. But so I thought so. I'd write it down helpfully yeah. so that we didn't forget. But I wrote it down as Xmas. 
and you abbreviated like, it. You know, just standard. Yeah. We didn't have much Most time. Most people, and because he because yeah. he had written down Xmas and not Christmas. Yeah, I sung. Xmas. Like, you're one of those guys who say the word Christmas. You read something. what you're given. Yeah, yeah. I, you're, you're I, given the notes. Yeah, yeah I did as yeah. I'm. Yeah. 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 yeah, you did as you were it's bid. Wall paint. Um, we've had nice texts in. Um, these guys are amazing. Uh, nothing better than barbershop on a oh, Sunday morning. <laughs> good food. How is it Excellent. singing in the morning? Uh, it's mm. it, yeah. It's good for I'm, Mark, I'm, I'm yeah. going to look away from you, Mark. While I ask this. <laughs> yeah, that one's that uh, one's all right actually because it gradually. It, it gradually like opens up it's not like ridiculously <laughs> high or low yeah i actually think sometimes the the talking bits i have to i have to be an old italian or swiss italian man and yeah th- those kind of harsh talking bits are harder often than kind of like quite gentle singing yeah a lofty singing also we were early and had a chance to warm up rather than mark <laughs> here, mate, well just. someone wants to know yes. emma, emma wants to know how you warm up your voices mm. and again probably you probably ask two of you, and then how do you want your voice? Is it San Miguel or Sol? Well, I usually start with a couple of vodkas, and yeah. then, um, and then, yeah, and then San Miguel, yeah, Cronenberg. But uh, no, no, you know, usually just a good lasagna or some food, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, a, just a oil. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a real new approach true. to Barbara Shop. I've, I've never seen it done that way. Well, eat well, mm. sleep well. Yes. Yeah. Wear a scarf. Yeah, well, scarf. I've some got, soup. Soup is I've good. I've got tartan. I've got. A, I've got a family tartan scarf. Like Would your you like actual family I know tartan. The, 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 uh, the, the, the listeners family. can't yeah. actually. Uh, I was going to say the viewers, but um, one day, one day, <laughs> one step at a time. We're just going to keep working hard. Basically, <laughs> here it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, uh, it looks a lot like your face. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got an actual family? Your surname's. Uh, my mother's uh, uh, name is F- Fraser. Okay, Cynthia Fraser, which is uh, uh, you know Scottish. So yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah. She has a there. You know, have a little feel. Well, I um, I was just pointing you towards your mic. The, the, the problem we've set up now is that um, we are passing around a fictional scarf around yes. the studio. <laughs> yes, I just don't have the mime skills. I'll be honest to carry that off. Um, so you had uh, an amazing Edinburgh because I always felt like because I would come out of my show um, late sometimes. Apologies for that. Oh, um, no, but still haven't forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Still haven't forgotten. Um, but I, I felt really bad because my audience, you know, is Edinburgh. Everyone they book tickets and they come and they pay the same price really for shows and. I don't have any uh, props or costumes or anything. And you would always come in and you'd gone off and you'd warmed up and you had your costumes and you set the thing up and you had, you've got choreographers, haven't you? And producers and directors and... We've got a director, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not the others, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hat stands and a cow on wheels. How well. has it been transferring from the festival? The festival vibe's so different, isn't it? Do you... Um, you sort of immerse yourself in Edinburgh and yeah, then come into kind of a theatre. Living and breathing the show sort of thing and, you know, going out and flying and whatever. So you're always, your head's always in the show when you're in Edinburgh. And here we're all sort of doing our, our normal different things and we kind of all come together just, you know, like an hour before the show. So we've, we've found it a bit more difficult to get tuned in. Sort of focus in. Not, not literally tuned in. Obviously we sing impeccably every time. <laughs> well, but also I think, you know, in Edinburgh... The, the the vibe is different. Audiences come there pretty much on holiday. You know, they're they're really yeah. minded. And, and mm. so far, the audiences in London have been great. But you're aware that it's you know it's London. It's the they're the harshest critics of all. You're competing with Mamma Mia. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, I love Mamma Mia. Do you? Well, we've had a few uh, chats. So I I can't be doing with it really. No, no, the film. Okay. Oh well, that's. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to say anything negative. Yeah, the, song, uh, the songs is one thing, but if it's Pierce Brosnan, then I suppose oh, you're right. he was a genius in that film. <laughs> uh, I, I have never laughed so much in my life. Is that what he was going for? 
Is that the response he wanted? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. no, he definitely we're, was. He's actually going to replace yeah, Mark no, in the group. Was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be weird. That could be like... I love Pierce, wasn't it? I assume film. you're going to do, like, more shows. Because you, you work mm. together generally. It's not just this yeah. one show, is it? So... We're, we're going to devise a new show for next year's Edinburgh Festival. You're working certainly. on something for this Edinburgh? Yeah. Uh, cool. well, we haven't got anything very concrete yet, but it's going to happen. We're going to yeah. be the two, like, dashing heroes. Because so That's far, true. Tom yeah. and I, because Tom and I who have written the thing, um, with along with Sarah, who's collaborated it together, our director, yeah. um, we, we have not been... Tom's been the romantic lead in this show, and I've been the sort of... Um, Repressed uh, homosexual. Just along funny, with Mark. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the fat old one, so it's a bit ironic. Rob, I'm really, not gay. I'm, I'm the romantic. <laughs> but <laughs> the tension in here is great. <laughs> Sexual <laughs> tension. We very rarely get any. But you see, but I, we'd like to be the kind of like princely. Yeah. You, know, you take a lot of the comedic hits in this show, don't you? It's fair to say, Rob. If oh, there's a funny face to I be pulled. I want a piece of that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I've got yeah. a good face for radio. I don't yeah. know, I've been told. But, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't. It's the biggest mouth I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. This yeah. is a bit late for this to be coming out, guys. So uh, <laughs> we're actually well, splitting up now. We're gonna um, we're gonna play something from the show because it's, it's beyond fair not to showcase uh, what Lara can do as well. Yes. Yeah. Get um, well soon, Lara. Yes, have we even mentioned we love where you. we're on yet. No, we need, the to, we need to do that. Can we plug yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, well, we're we're, 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 we've got another track, oh, uh, and then we'll like. then we'll do a big plug for the show. Oh, this is just oh yes. People go and get pens, papers, credit card details Brilliant. for booking tickets. Yes, while we play uh, "Portrait" by Duke Special, and uh, this is a dedication. But we will give you more details about that after it. That's "Portrait" by Duke Special. Uh, someone emailed in a couple of weeks ago and said that we don't play enough Duke Special. And when it came out, I played a lot of it, and then I get embarrassed, and I think I should probably stop playing that. People get wound up. Um, so then we're going to play a little <coughs> bit more. When does it? Dedicating that to Lara, aren't we? That's oh, right. yeah, yeah. Get well soon. Get well get soon, well, yeah. We love you, Lara. Tonight's show. Today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but get well soon, <laughs> literally by four o'clock um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. at the latest. So, um, let's have a, a quick question, because we, uh, you know, we don't, we, we like to get people in with talent and then embarrass them by asking them pointless questions. It's just what I do. If I had uh, Gordon Brown in here, I'd ask him what his favourite flavour of crisps is, and he would walk out. Um, <laughs> what is your? This is from Tom in Eastbourne. So it's not me asking this. Um, Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't Hello, think I've read that Tom. before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your favourite thing to have on toast? Marmite. Straight in. Uh, I controversially, uh, Tom, don't like toast, and will would very rarely have it. Uh, you've made me some toast recently. <laughs> I, had, I, I had it with some butter, but I didn't enjoy it. No, but this is the thing, right? We were in Edinburgh, and he doesn't like Marmite. Right? I love Marmite. You know, you've got to put on... You guys should write an advert. <laughs> no, you're a marketing man's oh, dream. No, no, you've got yeah. to put on, you've got to put on a sufficient Bob amount of Marmite. Oh, just a little bit. A sufficient bit. amount of butter. Beep. I made him a Marmite on toast, and he loved it. You ate it and you enjoyed it. No, and you again, you've marmite. made it sexual. I think um, Mark, uh, Mark puts too much marmite on toast. Actually, that like is a, not a true. Thinner, a thinner spread of marmite. My last girlfriend yeah. liked to. You couldn't see the toast. <laughs> yeah, that's but my bad. theory is it should just it, it should, should be almost be old Jackson Pollock, basically. Yeah, that's a, the way you're going. For a oh, suggestion you can do that of now with the squeezy, what? squeezy marmite. Yeah. yeah. What is your? Do you like toast? <laughs> oh, I love toast. Yeah. Why don't you like toast? What is there to dislike? Do you like bread? I quite like bread with just bread with some butter and then in some soup or. Mm. Butter and maybe a bit of jam but toast for me you know my dad likes it really burnt and he'll like scrape off the the burnings oh, you're scarred so i think that's probably that yeah. all that imagery that's put you off yeah. the burn bits give you cancer yeah, yeah. that is uh yeah. your dad's gonna get cancer i believe what we call an old wives tale in the trade um i don't think that's true but you know well, well done for bringing it up yeah, um good. we're gonna play out with uh, we should d- details of the live show you're on until <gasps> yes until the 20th of december yeah uh, we're on at Theatre 503, which is a fantastic London fringe venue in Battersea. 
Battersea. Uh, just over Battersea Handy Bridge. for the dog's home as well. Handy yeah. for, if go and watch the show, get a dog. Get a dog. Mm. Off you go. Smash in. Bring the dog, maybe. Yeah. No, probably not. But, um, yeah, it's on, Could you work. know. Uh, what time is it on? 7.45. 7.45. But not tonight. It's at 5 o'clock on yes. Sunday. That's right. At 5 o'clock on a five Sunday. 5 o'clock on a Sunday. You've got to have some time for yourselves, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Got to get yeah. back for match of the for day, the, too. Uh, Strictly Come Dancing results as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah you into that? Apparently yeah, I look yeah. like the one who's dancing with... Um, Rachel Stevens. Oh, yeah, yeah, Except yeah. Except he's Italian and handsome, <laughs> I and I'm see that, yeah. Lancastrian yeah. and not. But <laughs> apparently I look like him, which okay. is... The Italian dude. I'm hoping maybe I could do, like, a naked gun skit where I sort of drug him, and then I'll go out and dance with her. <laughs> and we'll get knocked out, because I'll be terrible, but yeah. who doesn't want to dance with Rachel Stevens? Oh, wow. That's true, yeah. Um, you're about to say something. You're doing a cartoon... Oh, no one was meant to know. I was like doing a sort of, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, is that a private joke for us? It's like your fictional scarf. Well, no, yeah. it's because I, you know, I've done an album and I wanted to plug it on the radio. Yeah, yeah. But because you were late, we've decided not to allow you to plug it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can plug the album, but you can only use every other word of your name and the title. So you can do your first name, but not your surname. And what's the album called? Well, it's called F Sharp, and my name's... We've broken the rule already. <laughs> yeah, we're not it's allowed to tell people what the F is short for. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, it's just F Sharp. Yeah, yeah. It's like a meeting. Yeah, the album's okay. called F Sharp, and I'm called Mark Hole. And you can all check it out on uh, markhole.com. That's uh, M-A-R-K-H-O-L-E.com. And there's a website for the uh, <laughs> for you as a collective, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, does anyone remember what it is? No. Tonyandtheguys.ning.com. I yeah. think it might be uh, N-I-N-G. Dot Ning. 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 Right. Yeah. There's also the MySpace, which is uh, Tony and the Guys Music. Uh, which is myspace.com forward slash turning the guys music. Yeah. And, and there's a Facebook thing. Turning the guys at gmail.com. But just, you just say where you live and people yeah, just and come and yeah, uh, phone pop around, have yeah. some bread, but not toasted. No. We all know no, where that yeah, ends yeah. up. Um, I, I can't recommend it enough. It was the favourite thing I saw in Edinburgh. Um, cracking show, all very talented and very funny as well. You should point that out. It's, it's really funny. Um, and we're going to play out with. Uh, a track from the show, yeah. and this is one. Uh, this is one from a recording, so that we can showcase Laura as well. Do, would you, is there any facts that people need to know about what's going on during this song? Well, th- this is the moment in the show in which the the quartet that has been formed of the three guys and a girl begins to really dissolve, and the girl and Tom here are going off doing their own thing, and Mark and I, old buddies, are letting our real feelings show. It's a romantic ballad, then. Mm. <laughs> you can hear it coming up um, thank you to Rob Tom and Mark for coming in uh, all the best with the show and we'll play out with this from the thank show you thank know you know what Al that was uh, the Waltz in Duet uh, by Tony and the guys for their show Barbara Shopper which you can see in London until the 20th of December very good and then I'm sure they'll take it other places and if not I suggest you catch them at uh, next year's Edinburgh Festival come up we'll have a cup of tea um, some gin um, Matt Ford is in the building he's looking through the newspapers what we'll do after the news bulletin is 11.30 is uh, we will go through and do what we usually do we'll pick out the best news story one that uh, one that you won't have heard on the main news but you feel that people shouldn't have missed out on so we'll do that after 11.30 and also an update on Matt's weight and whatnot. Um, we should point out that Phil Kay, who was advertised to appear this week, has been unable to make it uh, due to circumstances beyond his control. Um, so we'll try and get him in for another date. It's Old White Lincoln by the Gaslight Anthem. We've had uh, we've had an email. We've been chatting about Strictly and uh, my possibly looking like um, a sexy Italian man dancing with Rachel Stevens. And uh, an email's coming from Jojo saying, Hello, John and guests. Uh, love the show. Uh... Uh, 
I mean the television variety. Okay, I thought it was a compliment for me, but it's not. One of the shows I love is uh, Strictly Come Dancing. And I have to say, I almost wet myself laughing, much to my flatmate's concern, when Bruce the Forsyth was chatting to one of the celebrities in the audience on the results show this week and said, love to your mother. Cheeky old Bruce the Forsyth. As funny as it was at the time, it's since got me thinking, is it really fair of such a long-established entertainer such as him to steal other people's catchphrases, especially since he has so many of his own? And because of the time I've spent deliberating over this, I'm now worried about my own mentality. I'm sure I'll cope. Uh, lots of love to your mothers, Jojo, based in Scouseland. Um, no sort of time for reference on there, so if anyone saw Bruce Forsyth saying love to your mothers on Strictly Come Dancing, uh, let us know when it was and we'll, we'll get that clipped and ready for the uh, ensuing court case because i'm bringing him down i ain't standing for it we've only got the one catchphrase and we need it bruce um and uh just on the subject i hope you enjoy the guests we get in because uh i don't like sometimes i think we should just get celebrities who have got books coming out and talk about their uh, private lives but i hope you enjoy the fact that we try and get people who you might not have heard of uh, beforehand like um like Barbara Chopra, and uh, Tom from Norwich has emailed in to say, it's just an email to say thanks for the whole comedian showcase guest thing you have going on at the moment. I went to see Hal Cruttenden last night solely because he was on your show a few weeks ago and I'd heard him and I thought it was one of the funniest comedy nights I've ever been to. Huzzah! So uh, we will carry on trying to bring you not just the funniest comedians, but hopefully some of their nicest people on the circuit in the hope that you can go and see some live comedy uh, and enjoy their work live. One of the funniest people you'll meet is Mr Matt Ford and he will join me after the news at 1130 Please come back home by Glas Vegas. It's time. He's here. Hello. How I'm are Britain. you? Fine, thanks. Oh, nice. You've sort of you left it a few weeks and then just sort of bringing it back, aren't you? Get it out every now and again just to <laughs> please people. Um, catchphrase I'm talking about. Oi, oi. Are you excited about Christmas? <laughs> Very excited. It's nearly not. in it, but it's not quite. Well, it's the first Sunday of Advent today. Is it? It is. I, yeah. I've, I want to play Christmas. Can I get away with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we got. I just do a little tease. Just a little tease. Oh, it's not quite time yet. It's not quite the time. Christmas decorations up later. When are you putting yours up? Today, later on. It's the first Sunday of Advent. Oh, I, I wait till December proper. Yes, but this is it's a it's a Christian festival. Even though I'm an atheist, right? But you know, when in Cha-ching. when in Christendom, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to do mine Tuesday. I'm all excited. All right, um, I'll come around and give you my neighbours right. have had those. They've had them up weeks. It's not fair. It's not the, funny. It's they're the sort it. of neighbours that just have them up all year round anyway. Well, I don't know. They've got kids, so the kids have obviously said, oh, let's put them up now, and, you know, that's fine. It's I fine. want my Christmas decorations up now. <laughs> that's exactly what Smarty they're saying. Smarty little... There's Mr T, they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've started something now with your... You know, you, did a, you, you done did a shout-out last week, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone wants one. Um, Let them come to me. <laughs> I just wanted to show my support for 4D. Um, Ledge. Like you, I'm horizontally challenged. And uh, we'll, we'll do the weight stuff later. Do it 12 o'clock-ish. Yeah, um, let me sweat some more off before then. Wishing you all the best, says Johnny from Liverpool. Cheers, Matt, Johnny. And if you could give me a shout-out, I'd love you even more. Johnny from Liverpool, you're a solid gold ledge. <laughs> Happy Sunday, and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Oh, lovely. I'm excited. But we shouldn't. We shouldn't talk too much about it, should we? What, the C word? Yeah. We shouldn't talk about anything. Christmas. Um, so we're going to after after um, after this live session track, which I remembered. BBC Six Music. It's the John Sessions. Yeah, I didn't get to play that for Barber Shopper. I think they loved it. Yeah. Um, it's prefab Sprout we're having. 
And then after that, we're going to do, we're going to get to listen on and have our breakfast and go through the papers together. Are you going to have some breakfast? I haven't got any breakfast, but that's the sort of, that's the shtick. This you know morning I, mean? I had the first proper breakfast I've had for ages. It's always been very good. Um, I had some sausages and beans and tomatoes. Nice. Healthy though, grilled. No. Uh, well, that's all I'm going to eat all day anyway, so... Uh, I shouldn't have said this. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little sneak preview oh, there of what's to come. it for me. I couldn't very well turn it down. Oh, well, that is healthy then. If you didn't cook it yourself, um, okay. calories you don't see, you can't eat, innit? Innit? Um, <laughs> we'll have prefab sprout and then uh, we'll go through the papers with Mr. Matt Ford. This was recorded for the Graham Bannerman Show on Radio 1. Do you want to know when it was recorded? Oh, when? We don't know, Fordy. We oh, just don't know. Damn it. Appetite by Prefab Sprout. We're chasing down. Uh, we're chasing down Brucey's uh, theft. Can we get away? With, can we get away with another? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's nearly time. Uh, no, no, it's not time yet. It's not time. Um, it is time to welcome one of our listeners to the fold, and we welcome uh, Gillian. Should be there live. Are you there? Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How I are you? I knew you were fine because I asked you off air. We should let this in the new BBC. I should probably admit that I spoke <laughs> to Gillian during that last song and checked she was fine. Um, what are you up to this Sunday? Do you, you've got up? Are you dressed? No, that sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am dressed, but I'm going to start my Christmas shopping today, so it's okay to talk about Christmas. Oh, have you got? Do you know what you're getting for people? Are you going to get a goat? Are you going to get a goat for an Indian village? You know, I was thinking I might actually do that, yeah. Oh. Put that in a stocking <laughs> for someone. Yeah, I, well, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great idea and I support it, but the reality is you've got to pick carefully who you do it for because there's enough people that would just go, so I get a goat. No, no, you don't get the goat. Well, what? that's who, not really a present for me then, is it? Who no. gets it then? <laughs> you know, it's Ray Winston you, you, would you say. You get a photo, don't you? So you know what your goat looks like. Uh, yeah. You know, what, you, know what, uh, you know what a goat looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but you can personalise it. What, like? get it sprayed. Yeah, pimp yeah, my name. goat. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. I've had your goat dropped. <laughs> I put a swimming pool in the back. Um, and uh, uh, you're going shopping in Edinburgh. We should point out, smashing, walking down Princess Street and Rose Street, and yes, and the Christmas market will be open this weekend. Hopefully, so I can go for some mulled wine and everything like that. Would oh, be good. was it you, Matt, that was on mulled cider last week? Yeah, Monday, oh. mulled cider and mulled wine. Oh. <laughs> Oh. John Robbins had some as well, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Christmas market in Manchester. There's something about Christmas. You just take any, whatever you were going to drink anyway and just stick some cloves and oranges in it and heat it up for five <sighs> minutes and then it's better, isn't it? Um, so you have a, a story from, uh, from today's live news, um, which comes from the news of the world, is that right? That's right, yes. You've not but picked it? Might, it might actually just feature in the Scottish news of the world. Cause oh, it's, it's local, is it? Bit of local? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, do you remember the TV presenter Dominic Diamond? Yes. Very much our games master. That's right, yeah. Well, he's getting married and um, Dregs the Bakers <gasps> are providing the <laughs> catering for his wedding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. You God. can't see Fordy's face. I'll sketch it for you and put a picture of it on the website. It'll just be too oh, big. I'm eyes. sweating just at the thought of it. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> he says that he's addicted to Greg, so he wants pies, steak. Sausage rolls <laughs> and Brady's at his booth. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even speak. He also wants folk to experience the mighty yum yum, so if you like a sweet thing, then you'll get that. What's too. a yum yum? A yum yum? Do you not have yum yums in Greg's? <laughs> well, I, I think we probably do, but I, I, I don't go to Greg's. It's, just not, it's not where John it's, Richardson goes. It's a sort goes. of pasty thing and it's covered in icing, and that's it. Mm. <laughs> Is this getting you off, 40? Are you going to have Greg's if you ever get married? 
<laughs> I love it whether I do or don't, mate. <laughs> yeah, there's something... Oh, what? The catering? Is that one of those gestures that'll backfire? Because it's quite an ironic when you get the invite, you'll be like, oh, <laughs> guess what Dom's doing at his wedding? And then when you get there and you find out he's actually done it, yeah. do you not think people will just go... Can you not just do chicken wrapped in parmahama? So I guess seriously, got to eat a steak bake. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. if I laid Greg's on it, any do mine, and people start winching, <laughs> leave. <laughs> Top quality caterers. Imagine I love an affordable if, price. I believe if you've had to hire a tuxedo and you take it back and go, sorry, there's a stain on it. Oh, it's a wedding. These things happen. What was it? That is um, corned beef pie uh, on that. Ah, oh, posh wedding was it? No, but flimmin' delicious. Are you uh, are you married, Gillian? No. Engaged? Uh, no. And if you were to get married, how would you feel if your husband, as an ironic gesture, just said, ah, it'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? We'll have Greg's. Why does it have to be? I don't understand why people think it's ironic. Yeah, one of my friends actually got married earlier this year and they had a nice cream van at their wedding. <gasps> <laughs> oh, no. oh, I'm picturing Fordy getting married. You know when they go to Willy Wonka and they go through the <laughs> first door. There's that. Fordy's wedding. It's, it's a wedding. You can eat everything. You can eat the church. You can eat the vicar. You'll get a vicar made out of like marzipan. Or I'll something. just end up copping off with the bloke who came dressed as a pasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? If your, if your wedding. Don't you make me choose? <laughs> um, smashing story, Gillian. Thank you for that. That's all right. Um, what are you doing? Is you're going to go shopping. Well, enjoy yourself. Where um, that's in Edinburgh, you're going to go down Princess Street. Yes, and oh, we used um, to walk the Christmas down there, market, and probably down um, the nice wee uh, shops in Victoria Street oh, as well. Oh, you ever oh been the wee Victoria shops! Yeah. Someone's getting some wee for Christmas. <laughs> Pop into bagpipes galore and just say hello to uh, the chap who runs it. Oh, of course, oh, well, yeah. I pass there every night when I'm oh, going home. Pop in. Oh, his name's Dom. <laughs> Pop in and Dom. see Dom. Yeah. yeah. And also where, the, where you got your Turkish... Uh, did you ever go and... Uh, did you hear the show where Fordy went out and got us a battered Turkish delight in Edinburgh? Yes. Clam, yeah, I clam shells. Clam you, shells on the Royal Mile. Have you managed to do that? No. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> there we go. The whole, a the whole no. thing doesn't really appeal. <laughs> no, it doesn't to Fordy anymore, does it? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Um, have a great day and uh, hopefully we'll see you up at next year's festival, if not before. Thanks for your story. Okay, then. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. 4D, you've got a story coming up uh, after the Kaiser Chiefs, is that right? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> do you want to give people a little sneak peek? Do you do your little voice and see if they can guess who it's about? Do my little voice? Yeah, do the voice you were doing before when you were reading bits of it out. Which, oh, the rage of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of rude. It's catch-right, can't the dogs? It's already got to the dogs. Don't want to live in this mess anymore. <laughs> Find out what that's all about after this. Good days, bad days, Kaiser Chiefs. Enjoyed that bopping along, right? That's you? not bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't really Someone's like the Kaiser gonna... Chiefs, so that's... Uh... Don't you? No. I do. Um, only because they're Leeds fans. Well, no, that's not it. Sort of. That's the only reason you like most people, is because they support Forest. No, I'd like people on their own merits. <laughs> um, what's your stuff. newspaper story? My newspaper story... You bought a Forest fan. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Who's> a <laughs> ledge. <laughs> Did I read that one out last week from the star about Ray Winston? Yeah. Who was calling um, Gordon Brown a gangster. Yeah. Taking all his money. The saga continues. This week, the Mail on Sunday have picked it up. Raging Ray. I wouldn't mind if we actually see St. Damwood and Manny Otelva, Texas. I don't see no police. They've done a whole article just on <laughs> Ray Winston having a rant. And then, my favourite one. The way British tech system works, right? It's like, you work your nuts off, and then, <laughs> then they go give you a kick in them. <laughs> it's brilliant. And then it says, for the full explosive interview, plus exclusive pictures, <laughs> see live, which must be their website or something. Beowulf's lost it. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's a nut, really. Brilliant. 
What days, eh? You know. That's how you it's fill not up news, your paper. Is it? You just meet up with Ray Winston on a Saturday night. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it'd be like if you were an editor of a paper. Just, uh, <laughs> just three pages every week. The thoughts of Psycho. <laughs> Psycho yeah. says that you shouldn't put mayonnaise on a shop-bought sandwich unless it needs it. Unless you sound sort of nuts. Except <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't sound as cool in uh, Psycho's voice, does it? it? Sounds like, yeah, shouldn't put mayonnaise on a sandwich. Stuart Pearce doesn't talk like you'd expect him to, let's put it that way. <laughs> he's an English. Ledge. So we've rumbled Bruce. We've got hold of him. We haven't got hold of him. He's tricksy like that. He's wily. He greases himself up and runs around town. Um, on his feet. This is this is the first one. This is uh, Jeremy Vine stealing our phrase. We love our mothers. There we go. <gasps> um, we've got Jeremy Vine, and then Bruce. Bruce Forsyth of all people. I loved you, mother. Oh, Bruce. Was that Bruce? That was Bruce was saying that, that. This is the this is the full sentence. Give my love to you, mother. Yeah, he tried to sneak it in in a full sentence as if we didn't notice. Brucey listens, doesn't he? Yeah, and the exciting thing is he said it to Zara Phillips, which, as you pointed out, means it's gone royal, which means, I think, if you keep your keep your ears peeled to this year's Queen's speech at Christmas, yeah. I think... Uh, <coughs> Love to me! <laughs> <laughs> Here are my thoughts from the year. I agree with Ray Winston. Love to Mum. <laughs> um, now, this is the dedication from earlier. Adam, have you got that email that I, um, that I keep losing? Um, we had a cracking email in, I should point this out. You know, we um, we shouted out last week on the podcast for problems that we can solve that no one else can. Yeah. We were mouthing off a bit, weren't we? Yeah, going off. We've had one in. Yeah. Um, hi, guys. After your appeal for problems only you can solve, I decided to write in with my problem, which I've christened Colander Rage. Ooh. Ooh. I can guess what this is. Now, this is perfect. This is ideal uh, listener fodder. People who get wound up at the absolute smallest thing. Um, it flared up in a nasty fashion this evening, my Colin Rage, but for a start, it should be known that I'm not normally an angry person. Colin Rage only occurs when I'm the dryer-upper in a washing-up, drying-up two-man team. Okay. Um, okay. Which I never go for. I'm not, not a dryer. Um, the colander is an item, uh, says George, which is designed to drain. Yes. So are. why would imbecile washer-uppers insist on putting it upside down to drain, trapping water in the rim? This is the first stage of colander rage. Um, I am forced to grip my teeth every time it happens, as it bugs me intensely. You're frowning. Well, yeah. He's, um... He says, I wasn't aware there was a stage two until tonight's incident. When drying up in a routine fashion, in a moment of weakness, I picked up the colander. Ridiculously, it had been placed upside down by the washer, rendering its draining potential useless, and spilt the small amount of trapped water on the floor. Said washer-upper, in this case my dad, looked at me as if I were a toddler, shook his head and said, No, that was silly, wasn't it? Um, which infuriated me so much I had to leave the room to cool down. My dad is having a hard time understanding how such a little thing could bug anyone so much. So am I mad? Do I have the right to let something so small bug me so much? And more importantly, am I the only sufferer of colander rage? I hope not. George in Northampton. Somebody needs a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would make it worse, wouldn't it? You if got your, dad, you got <laughs> your dad said to you, that was silly, wasn't it? Now come here and give you a kiss. <laughs> well, just... Chill out, man. Colanders. We'll dedicate this track to him because um, I, uh, I this week have uh, I've put Pablo Honey, the Radiohead album, back in my car, and that's my sort of teen angst album. That when I first passed my driving test, and I used to, you know, immerse myself in my own self-interested thoughts, I would go for drives in the middle of the night, and I'd put Pablo Honey on, and I'd rock through the night oh. in my Renault Nine, full of 
<laughs> drying colanders. <laughs> um, but I think everyone must have an album that they just used to slam their bedroom door yeah. and stick on and... Uh, dire Straits Communique. Obsess yourself. They're the only one in the world that understands <laughs> Dire Straits Communique. And I said, oh, we'll play something from that next week and Lady see what Ryder. happens to you. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's just good music. It's like a good warm bath. <sighs> You were born for radio. That kind of phrase. That's the kind of thing. When I'm flicking through when I'm driving to gigs and I find a local radio station. Magic FM. The one thing that's going to make me stick on a station is, this is a song. It's like a nice warm bath. <laughs> it's lady writer and you're going to like it. Um, this is How Do You from uh, Radiohead's Pablo Honey. <laughs> driving through oh, the streets it. of Carnforth. No one understands. I'm just going to go Morrison's. Did you drive at quite a young age then? Um, well, yeah, 17. Legal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got me down as a lawbreaker. <laughs> Richardson's a store that just steal a car and go driving around in it. Um, should we do? Should we do your thing then? Weighing. Yeah. How's it? How's it been this the week? The diet this week has been pretty much that. Rossi here is the scales coming out of the bag. Pretty much very good. Um, something to jack it off. Oh, he's going straight in for it now. As a little incentive, or maybe I'll do the incentive after the weighing. No, we'll you, see what this week. Of course, it's not an incentive. Is You've it? got your target, haven't you? Your target is to get down to fifteen stone. Yeah. Um, you are taking everything off, aren't you? Even everything. pulling your tissues out of your back pocket. Um, I've now take the cans off because they weigh a couple of pounds, right? Yeah. Now I'm aware that it's it's getting pretty desperate now, isn't it? Because getting pretty desperate. <laughs> well, we're down to the last few shows before you're required to have lost your weight. Yeah. And I think you've started too slowly and you've settled into not doing it. So we're doing a Christmas special. Yeah. I've bought your Christmas present. Um, suffice to say... Oh, no, which I can only have if I... It involves Stuart Pearce. Oh, no, man! Um, no, no, no. It's going to arrive at my house tomorrow. No, 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 no. And I think you should only really have it... Oh, man! <laughs> no! If you, if you show significant oh, losses... So I think I think you've left it too late now I to lose. I've lost weight. That is a fact, right? I've <laughs> lost weight. That's what you've got to remember. It would be irresponsible of me to encourage you to lose a stone in a fortnight because I think the only way to do that Galenic. is I'm not I'm not going to encourage you to be unhealthy. So I'm not going to ask you to get down to fifteen stone. But we'll I am going to be today. on you like a hawk for the next two weeks. You know what, right? I Who else are going to give that present to? I'll, I'll donate it to yeah. a charity they can sell you, it on. You, you. I'll give it to I'll give it to another Forest fan. The other one. What's his name? Derek. Stupid. <laughs> um, Carl Froch. I'll send it He's to Froch. Legend. I met him at the, met him at the Forest ground yesterday. Yeah. Um, world title fight next week, and I met him, shook his hand. Arthur Stone in two weeks. That's impossible, isn't it? I'm looking at you like you're an angel. <laughs> <laughs> We've got emails Anything in. It's possible. I'm going <laughs> to read you email. Last week we shouted out, we said, let's get weight off the nation, and yeah. the nation have delivered. Ah. Oh. Oh, I've just thought of a loophole. What if I can get, cumulatively, the country to lose half No, stone? because people like you and they'll lie, and people will just write in and go, last week I was 46 stone, and now I weigh three pounds. It's like carbon trade, isn't it? I'll just offset. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of actually cutting my own emissions. Offsetting your Greggs. by other people's, right. You just stand outside Greggs and watch other people eat. Like. So this week's weighing. Last week, you were pretty much bang on 16 stone again, weren't you? A hundred, was it a hundred kilos? On the dot, just what over. What Hudson? Hudson no, is... Eight and a half. Ninety-eight and a half. <laughs> it continues to fall. Oh. Wow! Viewers to one webcam. Well, I got the a... I've been for years. Closest. Um, Ninety-eight kilos. Then 50, that's about fifteen and a half stone. Fifteen and a half stone. Hold on, Stand on shaking. it again. It shakes quite a lot. 
<laughs> the floor. Oh, 15 and a half. 15 and a half stone, yeah, is it? 15 and a half stone. My God! Oh, my that... God, my God! 15 stones on then, innit? Unbelievable! 15 stone by... <laughs> Why is no one celebrating with me? <laughs> <laughs> You've done a bit of exercise this week. No, the scales work. That's I'm not an issue anymore. No, the scales aren't an issue anymore. We tidied this up. These work. Tell the nation that, uh, what your exercise was this week. Got a haircut. <laughs> 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 I, uh, Washed your jeans. Did some exercise, but seriously, I'm, in terms of the diet, I've been seeing to. I had I had to go to a dinner the other night, um, so I quite. But I'm light lunches, I've really been. Yeah. Really been sticking to my light lunches, and the other day I had a salad that wasn't very nice, and you know I just uh, didn't have anything. I, ha- I had a bit of someone else's curry, but it wasn't much. <laughs> Was it and in I, a you bin? Know what? I said I actually said to a colleague of mine, let's walk to the rights and just get a cob or something, and then halfway down the stairs I said no, I'm just going to go back to the office and have a cup of tea with no sugar. And in so doing, had gone up and down a flight of stairs. Exactly. There we go. Oh man, um, let's just check out the BMI. Oh, we're checking out the BMI. Oh, so I, I go on forty, fifteen stone in a fortnight. It's doable. Oh, God. How much do you want it? I want it a lot, you know how much I want it. Yeah. Because, you know, I, this is all I, uh, this is all people talk to me about, my weight. We'll get the BMI and then afterwards I'll read you what the nation's been up to weight loss wise. Um, this is a little tip from Coldplay. Coldplay have written a song to help you out. Um, this is uh, what they advise you should drink when you go out next. This is a Glass of Water uh, by Coldplay. Glass of Water. Glass of Water, that is. When a glass of Water. Glass of Water these days, let me tell you something about water. In my day, you used to come out taps. Yeah, <laughs> that's Ray Winston popping into the studio there. Is that you your newest just, impression? Maybe that could be a new feature, just dipping into Ray every week. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just... Maybe we should do a feature called Rays of Sunshine. Just whatever whatever Ray's gripe is that week. Rays of glory. I've gone in there, I've wanted a Mars bar, didn't have any. He said to all stickers. <laughs> um, someone says, Andy in Cambridge, I not only suffer from colander rage, but cheese grater and grill pan rage. Oh, I feel the cheese grater one. When I'm at uni, I let things dry naturally, but apparently that's not good enough for my parents, despite it being more hygienic. Um, what's your thing, what's your beef with cheese graters? Um, if they're not washed properly, they can't oh. be dried properly. Right? <laughs> Simple. Because sometimes people, you need to put in a fair bit of elbow grease to get cheese on once it's dried. Yeah. Uh, and if you're then drying that, you're just getting gunk all over I it. never grate cheese. Just slice oh, it Oh, you buy it pre-grated. No, 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 no. Just slice it up, man. You don't need to... Slice you, it up, man! What you're, <laughs> <laughs> what you're grating it for. Well, um, you can't just put a block of cheese on top of a spaghetti bolognese, can you? Um, You're talking cheddar, Yeah, mate. if you thin it, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, oh, if you slice it thinly, it's just going to melt away, isn't it? That's rank. That's right, it needs to be grated. No. It should be using parmesan anyway, shouldn't you? Yeah, but cheddar's nice sometimes, isn't it? What about a macaroni? Yeah, and then we're getting back up into the obese. So we've worked out, <laughs> your BMI is the lowest it's ever been. It's plummeting 29.4. 29.4. Four five. <laughs> 29.45. That was, that Round was teetering up. below 15 and a half. And it says that your maximum healthy weight is 13. Yeah, well, So that's, that's your long-term... Negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Derek, and I am a Forest fan. How oh, did you know? brilliant. Regards, awesome, Derek Pepper. Oh, lovely. You have to meet up with him at the county ground. So you could, you could sort of Dr Pepper, really, isn't he? Because you could sort of just DR as D a... Pepper, yeah. yeah. Um... So, the nation's help for you. Um, Victoria, I've been trying to lose weight over the last few weeks and I've started going swimming and I've bought an exercise ball. Um, Good idea. I'm yeah. swimming. That in itself isn't exercise. The thing is, those exercise balls, I just end up chucking them around. Bouncing <laughs> <laughs> them on falls. Um, so far, Victoria's lost five pounds 
Add that to your list, she says. Keep up the good work, Fordy. Nice one. Uh, good luck with your weight loss. This is an email from Peter, who you spoke to on the show. Oh, hi, Pete. Yeah, good old um, Pete. Spoke to you on the show on Sunday. Didn't mean to try and out not blood you. John, uh, John's oh, producer okay. sowed the seed prior to me going on it. <gasps> I thought it'd be a laugh. Oh! Cheeky Hudson. Um, oh. And he sent you a picture of him uh, to prove that he's a Forest fan. Yeah. <clears throat> but he says when the family came along, his priority shifted. But he says, good luck with your weight loss. I know how tough it can be. Yeah. I once weighed 24 stone. My word! I'm now 14 stone. Astonishing! And a runner. In fact, my last week was a... My last race was a 17-mile cross-country fun run. Took me three hours, 20 minutes, and hurt like hell, but loved it. All the best, me duck. So oh, I believe lovely. is how me you duck. people talk, isn't it? Um, Cheers, Pete. And someone wants to know, uh, good luck, Fordy, get your BMI down. Yeah. Does this mean you are going to be imposing a ban on visiting Nottingham's greatest greasy spoon hollies and their disgusting <laughs> habit... <laughs> He says superb habit, but I think it's rank <laughs> of serving potato croquettes with a fry. Oh, that is the main reason I go there. What is a that fry, all you about? Get, you've been there with me before. I you? have, yeah. We had a wonderful time. Well, it really is a bit like going into the past, but you get such a good breakfast. To answer the question, I haven't been there since this new regime started. Okay, okay. Though I have been on Saturday mornings, you know. What? What are you? It's your weekend. You're slipping in it. Are you do what are you doing for breakfast? Um, cereal usually. Good lad. What one? Pixel porridge. Lovely. Skimmed milk, no sugar. I want to play this track. We played Taste it. Uh, we played it about a month ago, I think. And since then, all other DJs have gone. Oh yeah, this is amazing. We wrote it. <laughs> we didn't write. Is this that song we wrote in the back of your car? <laughs> about D's. <laughs> <laughs> this is Headless Heroes um, and their new track, North Wind Blue South. Uh, if you heard it on the show a month ago, you'll know it's good. If you haven't, I hope you're looking forward to it. Smashing. Bit of John Cale for you, why the hell not? Um, Macbeth, grill pan rage rolls on. Um, cheese grater angst, says Giles. Use a potato peeler to get thin shavings of cheese, then everyone's happy. No rasped, no, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> no rasped knuckles and no cleaning hassles. NB doesn't work with Dairy Lee or Brie, uh-huh. um, he says. Why would you want a great Dairy Lee anyway? I think it's a joke. Oh. Mr. Grumblebum. <laughs> You're angry when you're skinny. Because <laughs> I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> Ruddy time. I completely understand colander rage, as I am a dryer, and every time the colander goes upside down, I freak out. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is why we have a lot of listeners, because there's just a lot of people out there who are scared to leave the house because of colanders trapped them in the kitchen. Um, the best way to cure this rage is to grab the colander before any uncaring washer puts it down and stand it up by its handle as this moves the water. I don't like washing a sieve. I hate washing. There's something about the texture of grating a, a sponge up against a sieve really upsets me. I don't like mind washing it, but drying it's impossible, isn't it? Because you sort of move the water around because it stays in the little gaps. Yeah, well, uh, my thing with all this colander stuff is you realise how um, how ineffective a drainer is when you've got to wash it because all that water that's in it, you think, that shouldn't be there. That yeah. shouldn't be there. The bottom of my colander is flat and you just think, if I were a colander designer... The first thing I would say is it can't be flat at the bottom. Just put like a half degree tilt on it. Yeah. That'd be enough. Or just bowl it. The whole thing must be bowled. Oh. Mine's flat at the bottom. It's all this trendy stainless steel nonsense. Because I live in the future. Uh, just outside Swindon. Um, <laughs> and this is a cracker. Uh, Richard Wyatt in Bristol. Grill pan rage, he says, question mark. I can't get angry with mine. I call my grill pan Dominic after the former French Prime Minister Dominic de Villepin, a.k.a. Dominic the Grill Pan. Oh, legend. Yeah. Brilliant. I bet his dinner parties are fun, aren't they? I wish I was as inventive as This that. is Cameron. Cameron Corkscrew. Um, a bit like Ainsley Harriet. Now you're like this. 
you'll like this. Okay. Uh, this is from John Timperton. It's a good name, isn't it? Oh, brilliant name. Um, Sounds like an old footballer. He says, I had some of my mock GCSEs this week, and I got some more next week. He says, it sucks, man, because that's <laughs> how the kids talk, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what I mean is, it's bad. That's what me and you would say. Um, on my second English paper, second question had four options. One, write a letter to the education minister on how to improve education for teenagers. Ed Bulls. Um, all right, calm down. Uh, question two, describe a dream world. Question three, pick an event in your life that was significant to you and why. Question four, pick someone famous that you admire. Describe why you admire them. I picked question four and wrote about 40. No way! Yeah. Oh um, my God! I wrote nearly aside, because I ran out of time, on why he is a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> and someone who has the attributes that are highly creditable and ho- hopefully attainable, along with yourself, John. I thought you might want to know. Yeah. Um, so that's from John. Who, uh, who's the one who set up the whole impersonations thing? He says seven months ago, he emailed in and got you to do a Darth Vader impression. <laughs> kick started the whole impressions thing. Wow. So there you go. Cheers, John. Single handedly wow. responsible Thanks, for children failing their GCSEs. <laughs> I shouldn't say what children. What result did he get? Do we know yet? Um, I'm guessing not a good one. Well, let us know. John Timpleton, let us know. <laughs> Timpleton. <laughs> Timpleton. Simple John, uh, if you could send in. Um, this is Jennifer, Pete and the Pirates. If you have any more stories of uh, how you've let 4D uh, get into your life in what you hoped would be a positive way, it's not a good thing. To, I've told this story on there before, but I messed about in my uh, general studies exam. I wrote about Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen being the greatest artist of our time. And yeah. uh, it's very difficult to write irony. You can't really do italics with a ballpoint How pen. How did you get? How did you get? What did you get? Not, I, well, I got a B, um, which is good. fine, but from well when, when everything else was an A, kind of stuck out. Mm. Jennifer by Pete and the Pirates. Um, <laughs> nice. Is that an impression of Pete? No, it's just me being hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 40 files coming up after the news. Oh, yeah. Big news. Big news. Another exclusive. You've I'm got an exclusive. Bu- well, well, it's not really an exclusive, but it's something that a lot of people might not have realised. Wow. But big revelations about the American elections and the sheriff of Nottingham, who I met yesterday, by the way. Yeah? In town, yeah, he was in his full regalia. And he gave me a little Christmas scroll and I left it in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually big... lose it? Yeah, I left it in the pub. Oh, dear. But it was, it was nice. quite a cool text to receive when you make text. You go, I just bumped into the sheriff of Nottingham in town. Yeah. Having a bit of a chin wag with him. How is he? Yeah, oh, he's very well, yeah. He's, he's not was... been late for his tea, has he? Oh, yeah. That's another, we've lost that sound effect as well, haven't we? Um, we'll have lost the sheriff of Nottingham call sound me effect. As, call me what you like, as long as you don't call me late for me tea. Um, do you want to tell people what's going to happen in, in t- do you want to tease people? Or well, I'm going to reveal, um, uh, the truth about Advent, um, and I've also The truth about Advent? Oh, I'm excited now, I didn't even know there was a falsehood about Advent. Well, there sort of is, due to the calendar. Oh, okay. Um, and what I'm also going to do is, I've been quite creative this week, so there's a little surprise for you. Oh, well, if that hasn't got your appetite wetter than a dog in a lake, then um, I wouldn't be surprised. And a half stone. It's W-H-E-T anyway. So uh, all that to come after the Six Music News at 12.30. Not bad, kid. Not who, bad. Who was that cool dude? <laughs> who was that Deej? <laughs> there's big. There's a big guy back in town. He's talking about DJs. Merch. Oh. He's back. Back in the He's squad. back to their life from 3.30. You know who he's on after, don't you? You what? Huey Morgan. Oh, the- he's only on at two. <sighs> you probably think we don't we don't go until two though, do we? What's what's on at one? The music week. They got Ross from the Future heads on. Oh, why would you do anything else today apart from just sitting and listening to this? Yeah, order yourself a chair, mate. Oh, Although no, to be fair, if you're into football, there's some amazing games on today. United City, Derby Day, isn't it? <laughs> um, on my log. 
On my long-standing weekly routines. Uh, this is from Maria in Norway. You guys see you. One of my long-standing weekly routines. Is that Norwegian? I don't really know. Yeah, it's really good. Is to listen to your podcast whilst cooking. I recently moved away from home, but when I was still living there, I always made sure to turn the sound up on your show whenever Fordy was on. The reason for this is that Fordy's laugh makes my gran lose it completely. You haven't lived until you've seen an 85-year-old woman crying with laughter despite having no idea what's actually going on as she doesn't speak <laughs> a word of English. I've saved up the recent podcasts for when I go back for the holidays and I volunteer to do a lot of the cooking. Amazing. We're touching parts of the globe. Yeah. Norwegian grannies. I don't know what he's on about, but it's funny. Oh, that's a lovely thought, isn't it? Um, do, do you want to do the 40 files, then? Yes, pretty big news this week. Six music. John Richardson. These are the 40 files. This week's 40 files. The truth about Advent, despite... <laughs> 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 I'm helping, aren't I, Daddy? Yes, you're you're doing very well, son. Just (laughs) unplug it. Um, Truth about Advent, despite the fact that today is the 30th of November, it is the start of Advent, and that's official. According to the Roman Catholic calendar, Advent starts on the fourth Sunday before December the 25th. In other words, the Sunday between November the 27th and December the 3rd inclusive. It's only sort of advent calendar companies that have um, given us this idea that it's just the 1st to the 25th, or even the 24th of December. Done a bit of history around advent. Uh, it comes from the Latin word adventus, meaning coming. Uh, the, ad- the origins of the advent calendar come from the German Lutherans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as early as the beginning of the 19th century, we count down from 1 to 24. The first advent calendar was made in 1851, uh, and the first printed one was produced in Hamburg in 1902 or 1903. Fact. <laughs> various, uh, <laughs> the practice of making advent calendars disappeared in World War II uh, to save paper. Some advent calendars have co- make around a million, including Cadbury's, make around a million a year. Uh, that's a million actual calendars, not pounds. It wants to be much more. Um, Fact. <laughs> now, there's quite a... In Norway, Denmark and Sweden and Finland, Scandinavia... Do a Norway voice. In Norway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what... I met, I met quite a few Swedish people at Alpitcher's wedding. I can't for the life of me remember. What they do is actually they have a TV programme that's a one long advent calendar. So it's on every day from the 1st to the 24th. And uh, a more modern version of the Yule calendar, as it's known, is the show The 24th, which is a parody of the popular American show 24. Um, there's a big house in Germany that actually becomes an advent calendar. It's got 24 windows. That's a big um, attraction now, the final bit of my research came about uh, handmade advent calendars that have more popular in uh, recent years. So what I've done, I thought, well, if people are making their own, I'll make one. Oh. I've made you a, a, an advent calendar. Oh, that's very I made slick. this myself. This is for John. It says, it's got a lovely Christmas scene on the front. It has? It says, I designed this all myself. There isn't a template on Microsoft Word for advent calendar. I, I figured it out myself. So I took two pieces of paper, put um, 25... There's a big tree There's in that a one, big mate. 25. A uh, big one on 25. It says, look, all my love 40. I know, it sits too thin to possibly have chocolate behind it. Well, yes, because it's a healthy advent calendar. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I'm not having a chocolate one this year, by the way. I'm just not if you've got low blood sugar. Now, what it is, I designed it on myself, made it on myself, mounted it on cards so that you, you can mount it on your wall. 
behind every door, I thought, what would cheer you up the most to have 25 images of Christmas? Maybe. I thought maybe something Leeds United. Or oh. 25 different pictures of my face. <laughs> Behind every door is a different photo of me, so that every day Christmas, I'm, I'm always with you. So. Okie dokie, the 25 Just tear faces them off, because they're frail, I mean, there's no yeah. point, so just tear them off in the day, but 25, and behind that one, I'll just show that Adam. That's a nice picture, isn't it? Oh, that's lovely. Have you seen that? <laughs> that Let better not be a naked one. Oh, no, it's not rude. Right. No, I would never be rude with you, John. So, look, I mean, that's lovely. It's a lovely Christmas. <laughs> Thank scene. you for that. Like, so, there you go. Merry Christmas. Happy start of Advent, everyone. Thanks. And John Richardson's now got his own little Advent calendar. Yeah. Should I bring that back in um, towards the end? And sh- do you want people to see the photos? Or? I don't mind. Okay. I mean, it's between me and you. I'll take it home and I'll, I'll open it every day. Yeah. And then, uh, and then if there's any photos a of notes. A little bit of joy every day, you see. A little bit. And that's what Advent's all about, isn't Cause, it? Because it's one thing you always say to me is that you don't see enough of me. And yes, to be around I more, do so. say that, don't I? Yeah, a lot. A lot, yeah. I never stop saying that. So there you are. <laughs> Problem never, solved. Never stop saying it. It's really true, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Dream cars, neon, neon. It's probably about that time of the week. I should sort this out. <laughs> stop everything and listen up. John's got a bit of admin. Bit of admin. Um, Whose voice is that? It's voiceover, Jingle Lady. Brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, she lives on a boat made of gold. John's got a bit of that, man. It's a bit M&S, like isn't it? Jingle Lady. Bit, bit M&S, isn't it? Bit S&M. Yeah. Um, dear John, I would like to ask a big favour from you. Please, 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 could you say a few, a huge thank you to my wonderful boyfriend, Jackson, uh, for cheering me up because I've been a bit down in the dumps recently. Mm. Um, thank you so much. Love and kisses to all from Ashley. That's admin number one. Uh, number two Hello, is uh, for Alexa, miserable in Clifton. She hasn't requested a shout-out, but I think you should give her a shout-out. Clifton Nuts? Clifton Brizzle. Um, she has recently moved to Bristol Uni um, after dropping out in 2000 after a bad year. Um, she doesn't know why she says it would be a good idea, she thought, to return to university at 28 years old. But uh, she says she's um, it's her birthday this week. She'll be 29 and uh, surrounded by people 10 years younger than her. Surely that warrants something. So you give her a shout-out. Happy 29th. Have a wonderful time in Clifton. That's not a shout-out. All right, Alexa. You're a ledge. <laughs> Didn't you do, like, a shout last week, did you? <laughs> there we go. That's Sorry. That's what the nation wants. And right. uh, can you say hello to Andy and Rach from Dudley? <laughs> yeah, that was a proper, like, CBBC session then, wasn't it? And that's done. Colin, You want to get people to send in birthday cards they've made? No. Oh, no, I'm at Advent Calendars, there's no need. <laughs> yeah, we've had a call. I think we've got uh, Cadbury's on the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to hire him? He's you, done what? <laughs> you you want to copyright the design? Yeah, but you're dropping the photo of his balls. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you want a chocolate coat? <laughs> <laughs> so, um... And, and like, <laughs> cheese graters and stuff, that's that's still going on. Um, I have a food blender, says Reggie in Taunton. Don't imagine there are people called Reggie living in Taunton. Where is Taunton? Um, it's in uh, Somerset, Windows? Devon, not, <laughs> Junction 25, M5. There's a little Sainsbury's just off there if you need petrol. Don't go to the service station. Oh, you? that Taunton. Yeah, um, Taunton Dean Services. I have a food blender that used to store water in its handle when placed upside down after washing up. I had to drill a hole in the handle to stop this happening. Oh, it's like Darius Vassell, isn't he? Come on. That was my got first a, when thought. He, when he got a blood blister under his big toenail and he took a black and decker <laughs> to it to try and burst it and broke his toe. 
pillock. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Um, you can play for England. Yeah. Moron. Oh, well. Sorry. And uh, someone says, I think it was the great half-man, half-biscuit who said, with the possible exception of being Garth Crooks, there is surely nothing worse than washing sieves. So that's probably an end to the... Crooksy's uh, a ledge, Matt. Do you I like Crooksy? Oh, he's lovely, Garth Crooks. Can you do a 40 files on... And I've requested chivalry. I watched Match of the Day last night. I okay. got back just in time for it. Saved it all up real nice. And, um... Who was it who went down for a penalty? Um... Oh, I can't remember now. He went down and he got... He, he vaguely got touched, but not a lot. Yeah. And he got the penalty. And he sort of... He got brushed. And back in the studio, they were going... Alan Shearer was giving it all... Ah, well, you know, he's, he's been touched a little bit. And, you know, to be fair, he's knew he could have gone down. And fair play to him for getting the penalty. Yeah. You go, what happened to the days of just... If you can stay up, stay so up. So sportsmanship. All this Maradona started it. That well, it's, it's in my culture to cheat. If I can cheat the referee, it's part of the game, isn't it? No, it's not. No, it's not exactly. The rules of the game clearly state. I'd like you to prove to me next week that people are still chivalrous and that men still hold doors for ladies. Do you think that's true? And if so, they can check them out, right, guys? <laughs> Well, that's your interesting algo. <laughs> no, I'm joking, Get him in I'm one of those rotating doors and just spin it really we're fast. Both, we're both, we're both sportsmen. I mean, you know, we sportsmen like we both. Yeah, gentlemen. Sportsmanship. But you wonder what the point is, don't you? When there's people on telly going, yeah, if you can win a penalty in a professional football match, that, maybe that's uh, how we get Stuart Pearce on. The ultimate sportsman, wasn't he? Psycho, hard but fair. Yeah. Should we get, try and get Stuart Pearce on next week? What do you think? You could do your best. We could try. We'll give him a call. You've got oh. his number, haven't you? Yeah, 333 three, three or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it. We'll play a session track and we'll dial 333 three, three and see what happens. <laughs> um, there's going to be a short trail and then there's going to be a session track by Kanicki, no less. Do you remember Kanicki? No. Oh. Kanicki, in your car, recorded for Radio 1, 96. Good year, 96. Euro 96. Um, Stuart Pierce. Oh, was that in 96, was yeah. it? Euro 96. Yeah, I was joking. Um, oh. <laughs> that's it. Uh, it's over for another week. Happy and, uh, start of Advent. Enjoy your opening your advent up. calendars And next next week I'm not going to lie to you We're going to play a Christmas song And I'm oh. probably going to open with Chakademus um, So uh, have a great week Thanks for joining us this Sunday uh, We'll be back with the same next week 40 files And uh, my guest in the studio will be Mr Andy Zaltzman Coming in too Oh, absolute love and a genius Yeah, smashing man So uh, I look forward to that We uh, end as we always do With our quest for the best intros in music And uh, this one comes in from Martin in York Says try some Rage Against the Machine For immediate full on rock noise so we'll play you out and hand over to the Music Week with Freedom. Take care. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. BBC Six. Music.